Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 339. Episode 338 is available, the write-up at bemovingforward.com. So building off of last week's episode, what I thought might be helpful, and I've had some conversations with people about this, I want to share my top 10 tech tips. This will include apps as well as hacks on browsers, just tech tools, tech tips that I use that may be helpful to you. So I'm going to start with number one, which I've already talked about last week, the Notes app. In particular, I want to highlight the ability to scan documents. You can now use the Notes app on iOS, your iPhone, as basically an app to scan documents of any size. And I think that's really helpful. I talked about this a couple weeks ago with the vaccine card. Uh, On top of that, number two, Reminders, the Reminders app. I use that in conjunction with Siri. So I will basically open up Siri and uh, you can actually set up your phone so that you can actually call out to Siri and set a reminder. And I use this for everyday tasks, whether they're things such as replying to emails or messages, or if it's a much larger task, you can also use Siri to set up calendar appointments as well. Number three, this is one that I've talked about, uh, I think, a while ago, but it's worth mentioning. It's one that I use every day. It's called Receipt Hog, and it's basically an app that you can download, and I use it to upload receipts, and it's a great way for me to keep track of them, and then uh, I can go back. I can run a search, see uh, which um, stores or vendors that I've shopped at, and you will also earn points on those receipts if you need to. Obviously, uh, there are many other types of receipt apps out there, uh, but that's one that I particularly like is Receipt Hog, just because it's really easy to use. Libby. I've talked about Libby. This is number four. Libby is my go-to app for accessing electronic materials from the library. And this will include uh, e-books as well as audiobooks. Um, I've also talked about another one called Hoopla, which I'll also have it uh, linked. And I'll put that also with number four. But basically, Libby and Hoopla. And then there's a third called Overdrive, which I don't actually use, but I've heard is quite good. Um, Those are kind of the three go-tos for a lot of libraries if you want to access electronic materials. Number five, I've talked about this a little bit during the investing mini-series uh, a couple months ago, the Stocks app. It's a, it's one that's natively installed on my iPhone. You can create a list of stocks and companies that you're following, and you can organize them. And what's nice is that uh, it, it syncs up between what I have on my phone as well as on my MacBook. And it's just a good way to keep track of uh, any companies you might be investing in or just watching. And the nice thing about the Stocks app is that uh, it'll give you basic information on the pricing of a stock. You can look at different time periods, and then uh, it'll link into Yahoo News if you want to get additional information, uh, news information, articles, uh, things like that, company information about the particular company. So as I talked about during the investing mini-series, research is a key component to investing, and the Stocks app is a great place to start. There's, uh, you know, If you just want to start with the information that's readily out there, that's free, start with the Stocks app. Number six, the Calm app. This is one that I've really embraced over the past year and couple of months, especially during the pandemic. The Calm app is one I use every single morning, and it's basically 10, 12-minute meditation sessions. They do have a free version where uh, they've got some meditation se- uh, sessions that are available for free, and then they've got a premium version if you want to access the, f- the full 
suite of different meditation uh, programs. I find with meditation, it's really just about consistency, even more so than the specific program. So uh, I recommend it's a great way to start your morning, 10 to 12 minutes, and uh, just any sort of meditation um, program that you use, uh, it's really about consistency and sticking with it. And that's, that's just been really, really great for me. Uh, number seven, this is one that I've recently uh, uh, discovered not too long ago. This is specific to the Google app on your, um, on your phone. There is an option called text-to-speech where you can open up an article, any short-form uh, article or anything, any web page that has text. And basically, uh, the Google app will... Uh, dictate that to you. It'll actually turn it from text to speech. So if you have an article that you've opened up or maybe a journal article or something like that, and you want to uh, basically listen to it, maybe while you're driving or jogging, this will essentially turn it into a mini audiobook. And I think it's great. I've, I've used it on uh, several news articles. I've even tried it on my own blog and it works. It's not going to work with every website, but I have found that it works with a large number of them out there. So if you want to turn any written form into audio content, uh, the Google app has that uh, text-to-speech option. Let's talk about the re- reverse of that. And this is specifically, I think, for the for Chrome, the desktop version. I don't think it works on the mobile version. I could be wrong. And if, if you've gotten it to work on the mobile version, I'd love to hear it. But at least on the desktop version, there's an option called Live Caption, which is really great if you're watching videos and you want that uh, caption at the bottom. And you don't need to install any extensions for this. You just basically go to your settings, and under Advanced and Accessibility, there is a switch for Live Caption. You could just turn that on, and then anytime you go to a video or any audio, uh, so let's say you're playing a podcast uh, off of your desktop version of Chrome, then it'll give you the caption at the very bottom. And it's really, really cool. So I think uh, Chrome and Google, they've come a long way in their AI when it comes to things like text-to-speech and speech-to-text. And it's gotten a lot more sophisticated, a lot more accurate, I think, in the last couple of years. All right, so that's number eight, live caption. Number nine, uh, most of you, if you have an iPhone, you probably already know about AirDrop, where you can send anything from... Uh, uh, notes to pictures to things like that and you know it's a quick way if you want to send information between phones or I use it between my desktop my MacBook and my phone so sometimes uh, if I have a photo let's say I'm uh, putting it into a blog or some other design and I have it on my phone uh, it's just a very quick way to transfer uh, it from my phone right to my computer. But here's a cool one that you may not be aware of, and I've used this one quite a bit. Sometimes, uh, especially in the last couple of months, anything from like uh, doctor's appointments to even registering for my um, COVID vaccination shot and all of that type of stuff, sometimes you'll get a link, a URL. And uh, what I will do, I don't always like going through websites on my phone and registering and all that. So what I will do is I will open up the website on my phone and then I will use AirDrop to send it right to my MacBook and it'll open up right on the MacBook. So that's a quick way. 
if, if you want to um, send a website, you can do that also through AirDrop. There's a lot you can actually send through AirDrop, not just files. You can send notes, things like that. But uh, websites is one that I think is pretty cool. And that way you don't have to like email it to yourself or manually ta- uh, type it in or anything like that. And finally, number 10. This is probably one of my uh, least techie tech tips, but I think it's a really good one for your overall mental health as well as being less tethered to your devices, is turn off the notifications on most of your apps. I do this in particular for social media and email, and now I have it turned off for text messaging. I've kind of gone back and forth on the text messaging one, but I largely keep those uh, notifications turned off. And it's just, you don't want to get it to the point where you have to be tethered all the time to your device. Now, obviously, if you need to be uh, on call, if you're in a job or project where you need to be more on call, more real time, you, you may need to keep those on. But if you have the option of keeping those off, particularly for social media, I, I honestly don't see the benefit of having your no- notifications on for social media. What this forces you to do is basically check it more, uh, for me at least, I check it less often. So what I try to do is I limit my time on social media. I limit the amount of time that I'm checking email and being less reactive. And so uh, I recommend if you have that option, turn off the notifications on most of your apps, games, uh, communications, social media, what have you. Just keep uh, keep those lower priority apps uh, I, I just turn those notifications off and check them, you know, designate a time, maybe in the morning or afternoon uh, or right before you, you close uh, for the day. Just check. You can designate times in which to check that. Now, obviously, again, the disclaimer with that is that that's going to depend on how on call you are or how um, how much you need to be be accessible. But barring that or even if you are have to be accessible. It's probably not all the time. If there are times where you can um, not have to be as accessible, let's say on the weekends or evenings, it's a good idea to turn off those notifications. Anyway, those are my top 10 tech tips. I will have these on the write-up at uh, the website. In addition to that, uh, this is not a tech tip. Well, not really a tech tip, but uh, I do have an affiliate link to Morning Brew. Maybe that's number 11 if I have to throw in 11. It's just a great newsletter that I read every morning with my coffee, actually, and or whatever you're drinking in the morning, tea, coffee, water, what have you. I think it's a great way to start the day to keep up to date with what's going on in the news, uh, worldwide events, national events, but also for uh, specifically, I, I like it for just a recap of what's going on in the market and the financial news. The uh, write-up will be available at bemovingforward.com. I hope everyone has a great Memorial Day weekend, and let's take some time and just be thankful for the men and women who have served in the armed forces and, and who've made the ultimate sacrifice to protect, uh, to protect our liberty, protect our country. But uh, it's hard to believe we're now heading into summer. Starting next week, as we move into June, I'm going to be doing a different mini-series. I'm going to be taking a break from all the business and productivity stuff. I'll still keep you up to date on things that are going on. I've got an announcement on the Poshmark book that's coming soon. But uh, for the summer, I thought I would do something different. So starting in June, 
uh, and I may do this through the end of August, I'm going to be doing a summer series. So you'll find out about that next week, uh, starting with episode 340. In the meantime, have a great week, and I'll be back next week.